hour number two. God, nothing like arguing with a poet. Jeez. You know, I mean, you're so cantankerous, David Bud. But what's going on? All right, we are back for hour number two. We're going to uh, chat with some folks here uh, about the opera version of uh, Judavine. And uh, we'll do that after we check in with our White House crew. We're actually heading to Mississippi this morning. Joining us live on the line this morning is Ellen Ratner, who has uh, a guest for us. But before we get any further with uh, Ellen, we do want to wish her a happy birthday. Happy birthday. Well, thank you so much. And uh, happy last day on radio. And we'll be talking to you, I know, uh, forever because I love you yeah. and so uh, you're going to have a great life and we've had fun on the radio so we'll continue to have fun in real life That's right. and I'm going to put on William Richardson I am in Mississippi and as you know we say Mississippi was a God made disaster and Louisiana was a man made disaster uh, because the levees and also mm. I have to tell you I just want to register because I'm not a happy camper that the president and I'm a liberal democrat the president and the Clinton Foundation are all in Louisiana and Mississippi. They did not come to all of the president sending surrogates down here. Give uh, me a break. He should have come here. Uh, so that's that's my two cents worth. And okay. here's William Richardson, who ran the Katrina Recovery Fund for the state of Mississippi. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, good morning, Mark, William Richardson. Good to talk to you. Good morning, Mr. Richardson. As we clarified the other day, you are not the uh, former governor of New Mexico, correct? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he took my reservation one night in Washington, and I'm no. fit. <laughs> no way. Are you serious? <laughs> Absolutely. I went to check in late, you know, 11 o'clock. I had a late reservation. They said, well, we've already rented that room. I said, well, I have a, you know, it's mine. Well, we have Bill Richardson. I said, who the hell is that? I want my room. This was in the late 80s. Wow. So what what did you do? Uh, They got me another room. Okay. He he sort of outranked me being a congressman. His room was probably a lot nicer than yours, I'm betting, right? Uh, I don't know. The hotel was later made famous by the mayor and dope smoking, I think. Oh, oh, oops. Okay. The Marion Barry story, huh? There you go. Yeah. A native Mississippian, I might add. I, I didn't know that. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I grew up in a little community called Itabina. Huh. Up in the Delta. Okay. I'm guessing that you might have grown up in the South, too. Whereabouts? Uh, Mississippi. Okay. All right. So you... Go ahead. I, grew... I, I was born and pretty much raised here in stayed around because I thought there were opportunities here, and for me, there have been good opportunities. And it's just a good lifestyle. So what have you done besides running this Katrina fund? What, what did you do before that? I have been, I'm 67, seem to be 68, been retired since I was 50, and I do just fun things that I want to do. I have some businesses and some investments that Haley got me caught up in this, and I've seemed to have gravitated to a lot of volunteer service work. And um, you know, that comes hand in glove. They want to do something. They don't know how to do it, so you put the money together and help the nonprofits get it done. Right, right. <clears throat> of course, you're talking about Haley Barber, the uh, former Republican Party chair. And yes, former, and former, former governor, governor of the right, state. right. Louisiana and Mississippi. Give me a comparison here about how hard, how hard hit was Mississippi compared to Louisiana. Uh, we lost seventy thousand houses. I heard on TV this morning they lost a hundred something. Um, 
their wow. population cut half our population fell by five percent and that we have recovered uh we had a a leadership made up the senators and u.s senators certainly haley knew his way around washington uh good congressman and when the whistle blew you know you got a problem our guys knew what to do uh, louisiana had elected a new governor she was not governmentally oriented uh, all the whining and moaning that came out of louisiana was that oops you can't invade a state without an invitation mm-hmm. and they get they did not know to or did not act quickly to say we need federal assistance so mm-hmm. and then they just didn't have a delivery system uh i think bacon over in uh, new orleans sort of ended up in a federal hotel uh, for yeah. 10 years, I think. Yeah. So, you know, it, it was just, we were lucky in my my lifetime. I've never seen the right star strike for Mississippi. It was a disaster, but we had the leadership. Mm-hmm. And we didn't miss a beat. They didn't miss a beat. We have people that are resilient, that grew up here, that parents, grandparents, uh, multicultural, very diverse group of people. Eastern Europe, uh, Asia, Africa, just uh, a hodgepodge, but everybody's from here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, didn't have anywhere to go. This was home. You, you stay at home and you get yourself straight, you get your neighbor straight, you get on about life. Right. Uh, there wasn't as much transfer payment of federal assistance going on in Mississippi as there was in Louisiana. So it's, it's two different things. They had a flood, we had a hurricane. Uh, they had a disaster, not the, not knocking that at all, but they just weren't quite as organized governmentally. They weren't as lucky as we were. We had the right team in place. Do you share Ellen's concern that you're sort of uh, being treated as the sort of second fiddle here? <laughs> We've been second fiddle all my life. <laughs> we were the worst state on integration, which was not true, but it played well. Somebody's got to be the whipping post. Uh, educationally, we're not as bad as it seems. We're not as good as it should be. So I grew up, you know, just kind of thinking, okay, we're a bad state, but somehow another life is good for me because I was not born to fluent. I did what I did, and opportunity presented itself. And gosh, if a dumb guy like me can do it, anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's always bothered me that we had bad press, but the fact is, it's a good state. Yeah. Oh, God bless. <clears throat> All right. Talk about this fund. How much did you raise? Thirty-four million private dollars. Okay. Yeah, I had a golf tournament one day and raised three point four million on a one-day tournament. Wow. And uh, had oh. less than a hundred players. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's a that's uh, that's impressive. But that's people. That's Mississippi, and that's the connections that uh, I'll brag on. One guy. Are you a golfer? Do you golf? Oh yeah. Yeah, I, not, you ever heard of a name Tom Fazio, a golf course oh, designer? Oh, God, sure, yeah, yeah. Tom is a friend. He developed, he designed two courses that I did, and I called him right after this. and said, Tom, I know you don't do tournaments, but he just put a new course down here. I'm fast-forwarding. He said he, he does a tournament every other year for the Boys and Girls Club, and he finally agreed to be co-chair, Haley Chair. Then he came down. I said, you don't have to come. I just wanted your name. When he got off the mm-hmm. plane, he handed me an envelope. He 
said, you take this, you owe me. I opened it. It was his personal check for a million dollars. Oh, my God. Wow. So, you know, that's the kind of stuff that good, good things happen, and you don't realize why, but uh, I've yeah. got a lot of those, in it, and they gave, and you think, what the heck, do they have an interest? But, you know, wow. people were kind. They're the the humanity is a lot better than I thought it was, and I learned that lesson. So it's my turn to give back and uh, offer what services I can do to make things better for the next generation. All right. You opened that check from Tom Fazio, and your reaction was what? Well, the, the, the concern was, he said, if you take this, you owe it. And I opened it, and it was a million dollars, and I thought, my God, what do I owe you? <laughs> and... Uh, it, it wasn't that bad. He wanted me to be a guest at his golf tournament over at Sea Island. And <laughs> ah. So it worked out well. But, Twist my arm, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and then my role there was to help raise money for his golf. Okay, I'm sure you could probably return that favor. I was just trying yeah. to do the division of 18 holes into a million dollars. and what it, it, No, there was go three and a half, 3.4 million that day. Yeah, One I, of the million was Tom. Yeah, wow. But the rest was market raised. Wow. Boy, I'd, I'd love to have been the closest to the pin at that tournament. Jeez. Actually, we didn't have a lot of gimmickry. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were there for the money. There wasn't, wasn't a whole lot of giveaway. So, last question. One of the things I know that was happening in Mississippi, and one of the things I know that Ellen was working on, is these trailers that were filled with formaldehyde and all sorts of other things, unlivable. Was that ever taken care of? Yes. As, you know, remediation of damage to health, I don't know, but the trailers are gone, the the policies are better, uh, and, you know, they were not permanent, they were not designed to be lived in but you know if you don't have a house it'd be sleeping under a tree yeah yeah and, and that kind of got a little out of proportion i see one of the large uh flooring companies now have that same formaldehyde issue that yeah uh, you know just you live and learn and you know it wasn't a, a conspiracy or a deliberate attempt and the people that i know that lived in them were ungrateful to have them it, as I said, it beat a tarpaulin or a tree. Right. Right on. Um, thank you for your time. Um, thank you for, uh, it was a pleasure to meet you. You're a really positive guy. It's always nice to meet somebody with a with a great attitude. Uh, you have two choices, good or bad. You might as well be positive. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. You have a nice day. You too, sir. That's uh, William Richardson, who ran the uh, Mississippi Katrina Fund. Wow. What a what an interesting guy. All right, we're, uh, uh, before we take a short break here, let me remind you about our good friends up in the Champlain Islands at Shore Acres Inn and Restaurant. Looking for a fabulous place to go out for dinner? Make it the Lakeside Dining Room at Shore Acres. Nice uh, views there. You'll be looking right down at Campbell's Hump, all the way up to Jay Peak. Mount Mansfield right there. You're uh, staring right down the gut of it. And, of course, your gut will be filled with some fabulous food. Try some of Chef Dan's fabulous crab cakes. So, and follow it up with a great steak special or a fish special or vegetarian specials, too. Make sure you leave room for dessert. They make desserts right there on site, and they are fabulous. 23 tastefully decorated rooms uh, await you as well. You can call Susan and Mike at 372-8722, and you can find out a lot more about them online at shoreacres.com. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. At 802 Cars, it's our 8th annual employee pricing event. Hi, this is Dave Birmingham. At 802 Toyota, you pay what we pay. Every new 2015 Toyota in stock 
will be sold at employee pricing with no exceptions. You pay the same low price that we pay. Listen to our employees. So if I want a Corolla, the best-selling car of all time, you pay what we pay. What about one of the all-new Highlanders? You pay what we pay. Don't forget my RAV4. You pay what we pay. How about the best-selling car 13 years in a row, the Toyota Camry? You pay what we pay. Not some, not a few. Every new 2015 Toyota in stock will be sold at employee pricing. From Yaris to Tundra at 802 Toyota. You pay what we pay. We're so easy to find. Click on 802toyota.com. Call 844-802-TOYOTA. Drive I-89 to exit 7. Employee pricing is less than one minute off the interstate. 802 Toyota. Driving to be Vermont's number one Toyota dealer. Hi, I'm Yvonne from VSECU, a credit union for everybody in Vermont. In Vermont, we take great pride in our landscape and natural beauty. Preserving our environment and saving money in the winter makes this a perfect time to look for ways to reduce energy costs in your home. But where do you start? Well, the top three home improvements our members at BSECU invest in are weatherization, upgrading heating and cooling systems, or investing in solar panels. But before you make any upgrades, it's an absolute must that you have an energy audit performed by a certified professional. At VSECU, we can steer you in the right direction to get the process started and help you save money on your energy costs. We are a statewide lender to help more Vermonters afford their energy efficiency goals. To learn more about the Heat Saver Loan Program, visit us at VSECU.com. This credit union is federally insured by the NCUA and is an equal housing opportunity lender. It's no secret Mahiran Supermarket is a great place to shop. I'm Tom Mahiran. For over seven decades, Mihurans has been catering to the needs of the Mad River Valley and beyond. We have custom-cut meats, fresh produce and seafood, regular and organic grocery, locally produced foods galore, topped off by an extraordinary wine and beer department and a state liquor agency. Shop Mihurans Supermarket, Village Square.